Hi guys, this is Zen. Before we start, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of apology. The sound quality on this recording is a little bit messed up. Uh, what can I say? The mixing board was out there and I touched a few dials and they went the wrong way. I tried my very best to correct it and hopefully it is listenable. I think you'll really enjoy it nonetheless. It's just a little bit distracting with the sound quality. I apologize. I promise to do a little bit better in the future, okay? Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. I'm your host, Zen. And I'm Michelle. And Catherine. This is the Meet Us in Paris podcast, where we discuss the fine art of travel and our love of, a love of adventure. Today's destination is just down the five freeway from where we're based in Orange County, California, our neighbor, Los Angeles, the city of angels. As always, we'll be discussing our favorite must-see, our favorite secret treasure destination, and our favorite place to eat so you can plan your vacation when you visit Los Angeles. Later on, we'll revisit our trivia quiz, What in the World?, to see how much you know about the City of Angels. So put your seat in the upright position, stow your folding tray, fasten your seatbelt. We'll be departing momentarily. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. All right, welcome back. Today we'll visit Los Angeles, the city of angels. Again, each one of us will be picking our favorite must-see tourist attraction that meets its hype, a secret treasure that a tour book may not highlight, and offer up a favorite place to eat like a local. So I'm going to go first this time, just to yeah. be fair. Yeah, go for um, it. I got to say the two places that I really, really enjoy about Los Angeles, the places I enjoy in Los Angeles is Japantown and Koreatown. Mm-hmm. Um California is a melting pot, and we have so many cultures and so many places to go see, and nothing kind of represents the mixture of the cultures like Japantown or Koreatown. And also, I got to say, Almeida Street, um, which is an area that lots of, uh, there's a lot of Hispanic uh, influences. Hmm. But <clears throat> if you haven't been to Japantown, it's, it's a really cool area. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It's probably one full square block. It's um, bookended by a hotel on one end, and on the other end is the Japanese Museum, Cultural Museum, I yeah, believe what it is. Right. Yeah. And so um, the Japanese have been in California for at least over 100 years, 100 plus years, and they're a big part of our cultural history. So in the Japanese Cultural Museum, they have lots of historical facts about how the Japanese... Um, kind of created the cult part of the culture of being a Californian um, and their roles in agriculture and just just business in general but also a couple a block away or on the other side of the block there's all these wonderful little Japanese stores that you can go see and you know they have Japanese goods there's amazing Japanese food yeah the food is amazing the, the, what's the name of the ramen place there oh that's gosh, always that ramen place is so I've good. never stood in line long enough I mean it's always 
wrapped around the building, the line. I can't remember. Name of it. I don't know which one it is. But it only like seats 12 people or 15 right. people at one time. But if you go like on an off time, like around three, you're mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. You've so, had it. I've had it multiple times. Oh my goodness. So what kind did you get? You know, there's different broth flavors. Yeah, I don't know, just the classic. I was like, uh-huh. just whatever. whatever. <laughs> Everybody <Yeah>. else gets <laughs> So good. And like you add different spices to it. Mm-hmm. There's really just good. there's like dessert places you can go see. There's there's just so many places you can go eat there, and and, and just uh, when bef- I would say before this kind of internet craze where you could purchase anything that you want on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, Twenty years ago, my wife and I, who are big Japanophiles, would go mm-hmm. actually out there. It's like if we wanted the latest toy or the latest movie, that's the place you had to go. And they right. still have all of it. It's just yeah, you know it's. Maybe just a little bit less special with the internet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Damn you, internet. I know. The whole experience. (laughs) And then, of course, Chinatown. Um, Like, if you've ever seen any movie that takes place in Chinatown, there always seems to be a car chase through the middle. (laughs) 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 So uh, that's something I also enjoy. Uh, There's lots of stores there that you need to go uh, take a look of. It's just a cultural thing that um, Mm -hmm. you have to go see when you're in, uh, I'm sorry, here in Los Angeles. In Japantown, do they have a place where they sell that plastic food? Do they have an actual store there? Because when I was in Japan, I was supposed to hit up one of those stores. Huh. I mean, they're notorious for all that plastic food. Yeah. You know, dem- yeah. That's what I, I love about Japan. Too. All the restaurant windows is just the demos all the everything. fake food. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a, there's definitely a Daiso there. Yeah. I mean, Daiso is a, actually out of Japan. They have some of that. But I thought at one point they did actually yeah. have It's supposed that. to be really expensive yeah. and like right. really elaborate to make. Yeah, it's supposed to be super expensive the pieces. There's, wow. a, there's actually an art to it. An art, yeah. Um, <laughs> That oh, when you goodness. see them in Jap- in Japan, they're actually yeah. in the windows, and they look like real food. Yeah, that's you know, true. So it's it's an art to this mm-hmm. plastic molding. But I, I thought know. they're used to. Yeah, I know. I want. I, I want something. You want to trick people, Michelle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I know. Coffee table, and people are gonna try to reach well, it. Right. When you go down there, you're gonna have to come back and tell us if you found. It. Yeah. I'll or look bring us her. some cookies. Yeah. Some I'll try them. Cookies, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> um. I would say my favorite secret place to go to is uh, the Peterson Museum. Uh, Peterson Museum, I believe, is on the corner of Fairfax and Fairfax and oh, Miracle Mile. Uh, mm-hmm. Wilson's, I think it's. Anyways, um, what the Peterson Museum is? It's a like if I'm a big auto fan, I'm no. a big fan of cars. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and <laughs> if you like cars, it's the large one of the largest, if not the largest, car museum in the world. Uh, they have a collection. Um, if you didn't realize, California and specifically the Los Angeles is one of the most influential centers for automobile design. Hmm. We have uh, great designers here. Most of the car companies are out here as well. And the Peterson kind of is the epitome of that. They have uh, the huge collection. If you go, they have a motorcycle collection. They have a revolving collection. Mm. In addition to, if you actually go, make sure you go on the vault tour. So like any museum, they can't show all their cars on the top floors. But you can actually purchase a special pass and you can go down into their vaults on a private tour and they'll actually show you what's not being exhibited in public. If you have kids, unfortunately, you can't go. I believe it's only 18 above. Oh, wow. 
Um, I don't know if it's dangerous or why why they have that stipulation, mm, but yeah. um, it's something if you like cars, you got to go see their vault as well. As far as eating, if you are in Los Angeles, my place of choice is Cantor's, <laughs> um, Cantor's Deli. It's a famous deli. It's open 24 hours a day, and it's a place where after you go out to the bars or you go out to all the clubs, this is the place to be. Lots of the rock shows, any type of music, everyone would just flood into this place, and it is the most slice of life place that you'll <laughs> ever see in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's great. The food's so good. And the food's so good. <laughs> And all the waitresses call you Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so th- those are my three choices. What's your uh, favorite meal at Cantor's? What do you usually eat? Anything that's on the menu. You know, it, you know, it's a diner slash. You know, it's kind of a diner place when there's actually more things on the menu than there are seats. And, yeah. And the crazy thing about Cantor's, it's huge. Yeah. It's really yeah. Huge. And their and their bakery up front. The bakery is awesome. We always stop oh, and fill up so a pink good. box full of goodies. Yeah, <laughs> like the arugulas and oh, like yeah. so many good. The black and white cookies. You have to you have to go get some of that. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. So and they have free parking next door. So oh, make sure you get nice. into the free parking. Oh, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, there's free parking, but you just had to get like a stamp or something like that. Validate. So make sure you go. Yeah, that'll get, get validated. So. Hmm. What's yours, Michelle? What's your places? Um, so, uh, piggyback off of food. I love Ethiopian's my favorite food. Ethiopian. I know. And I tell you, if I had a nickel for every time somebody said, what do they eat in Ethiopia? Bread and water? Oh, I know. It's like so <laughs> stupid. The food Just is so, food. it's so good. It's so flavorful. And people are like, they're, if they haven't had it, I mean, a lot of times I have a hard time convincing people to go eat it because they're scared or something yeah. for some reason. Of the unknown. Yeah, and it's not that crazy outlandish. It's not like eating chicken feet at dim sum or something. You know, it's it's pretty basic, straightforward. You know, meat and vegetables, but the flavoring is the thing Season. about it. You know what? Seasoning. I kind of explain it to my friends. Like it's like Indian food if the Japanese made it. It just <laughs> seems like a little bit. Their flavors are much more mild, and they're um, just. I don't know. I did. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, almost like a, a, mo- a little bit less in your face version of Indian food. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, stews. I mean, that's why I'm kind of. Yeah, the stews, the wats. Those are yeah. my favorites. Like the Dora wat. That's the chicken. Like you get a, like a, a leg, like a chicken leg in there, and um, um, like the drumstick and um, a hard boiled egg usually in there. It's like a the stew made out of um, lots of onions and it's like a tomato base and there's ginger and garlic and the key ingredients in Ethiopian food is basically that clarified butter. They call it um, like nitter kibbeh. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's a clarified butter that's infused with like garlic and ginger and some other spices. Oh, so wow. that's kind of like the baseline. It goes Sounds into everything good. just about. And then the berber, which is a, a combination of spices like chili powders and, um, and chili the... pepper. Yeah, the injera. Oh. Yeah, it's like a. Fr- Have you had Ethiopian? No, oh my god, you need to do this. We're so. take you for Ethiopian. <laughs> yeah, we're due for a work lunch. Remember, yeah. we, sometimes we drive all the way out to Anaheim, you know, to go have it. So, um, but yeah, the injera is this uh, fermented bread that's thin like a crepe. Mm-hmm. A little bit thicker than a thin crepe, but it's it's got all these little holes, little bubbly holes in it because it's fermented, and it comes rolled up. There are big sheets of it, 
and typically your food comes out on a big round platter and then there's injera laying lined on there and then they put the stew, the stews and all the different foods on there so that the bread soaks up all the <laughs> juices from the stew but you use the injera to eat with your hands so you basically okay. use it a little piece and then you pick up the you know the the wat or the tibs which are meat and vegetables basically and, and, and it's and like a eat, sourdough it has a it's a sour taste to it yeah. yeah but um I don't you know I don't really use the injera so much anymore because it's so filling I mean that's the purpose right I mean that's mostly what bread's purpose has been historically right, right. a cheap way to fill you up yeah. you know in calories in calories yeah. so I know I always end up asking for a fork because I just I want to get the stuff (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to fill up on bread you know it's like eating too many chips and salsa at a Mexican restaurant yeah it's good so um in in LA there's a little neighborhood called Little Ethiopia and it's off of um it's like Fairfax and Olympic I think in that area it's also kind of close to like where all the the, we call it the hood (laughs) (laughs) a large orthodox Jewish population in Judaica stores and stuff so um yeah, it, and there's probably half a dozen Ethiopian restaurants that just line up Fairfax there. And it's designated, it has like a city sign and everything, <laughs> you know, so. But yeah, I mean, the, we only have two places in um, Orange, Orange County. County. Yeah, yeah, we only have two yeah. Ethiopian, and they're in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one is, um, oh God, Tana, mm-hmm. and then I forget the other, the other one. It's right like, between, yeah. It's got a funny name. It's kind of like like Himalaya or something. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> but it, it, I don't like that one as much as I like Tana. I really like Tana. It's good stuff. I just like Ethiopia. I know. Well, we should all go. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I always, whenever we're traveling, um, you know, domestically or whatever, I always got to try and find an Ethiopian place because any of the big cities Washington, have them. DC. Oh my God, DC is like the capital. Really? I know. Like, huh. all the cab drivers are Ethiopian yep. Yep. <laughs> or Sudanese. <laughs> so I love getting in conversations with these guys. I'm like, would you take me home and have your wife make me some food? <laughs> Did they ever? No, but I, but I always ask, like, where's the best? And he goes, my house, you know. <laughs> You're like, okay, let's go. But yeah, DC's cut a lot, but most of the major cities do have some actually believe it or not i'm from the midwest and columbus ohio actually has a ton of uh quite a few ethiopian places okay a lot of immigrants excellent yeah yeah it's i mean anytime you have a college town there's always a lot of immigrants in the area Mm -hmm. and then also college students like they'll eat they'll try anything right at that point in their lives they're experimenting and so those types of restaurants do really well yeah so I know, but everybody has such a stigma. You're like, ooh, what is that? It's so weird because it's just, I mean, people, I guess, thought that about Vietnamese food before it became like there's a pho joint on every corner now. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, yeah. Um. So, yeah, the Ethiopian and then um, a fun thing to, oh, are we going into the other places? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So something I like to, uh, I would say everybody needs to do um, is once is go see a live show at the whiskey a go-go the place is so historic and when i back in the day um when there was this whole movement on the strip this is like in the late 80s early 90s guns and roses people know if you're, poison. you're not from the area what what is whiskey a go-go oh it's so it's 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 a um a music venue bar um off of sunset boulevard in uh hollywood and um, it's been around since, I think, the 60s. I mean, every major rock group has played there, you know, like The Doors. I think even U2's played there. Um, so, yeah, it's just a really cool historical place to be, just the vibe in there, you know. And um, and the music is really good. I remember one time I was watching a show um, with some friends. This is 
a while back. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, we're just watching a friend's band play, and we notice there's this guy sitting off to the side. He, um, it's like two guys, um, like 30s, whatever, rocker looking. And they kept staring over at us. And my one of my girlfriends said, they keep staring over here. And I'm like, so I turn over and I look. And one of the guys motions like, do you have a lighter? Back then, you could smoke inside bars, right? I'm really dating myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I go, oh, okay, fine. I, you know, I got my lighter. He was kind of cute, you know. So I went over there, lit a cigarette, and he's like, "Thanks," you know. And, and I'm like, "Okay." So I went back to my um, seat. My friends like, "Do you know who that was?" Oh I know that's John Bon Jovi and <laughs> oh, Michael my. Anthony. And my, is it Michael Anthony? He was oh. the um, he was in Van Halen. So, yeah, and then I turned back, like, around, and he was laughing because I'm like, oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh. So, I mean, you run into people like that. I've run That's into funny. so many, like, music, like famous musicians, you know, just going around there. But it's just a neat vibe. You just kind of feel the history when you're there, and it's really colorful experience. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, and then, oh, another thing, like, the quintessential thing is, and it's so fun and it's super cheap. You just buy yourself, you know, one of those maps to the stars homes. You, they have people sitting all around the city selling these maps. And <laughs> and I know most of the homes, you know, on the maps are from deceased actors, you know, famous old actors. But the houses are so pretty, you know. I mean, I mean, they're kind of outdid by all the the big mega mansions that like the like foreign folks have come in here to build. <laughs> they're kind of dwarfed compared to like that Saudi prince's place over there in Bel Air, but. It's really neat and historical to see, like, Lucille Ball's house or Jane Mansfield's house, you know, Gene Kelly, any of those people. And um, and since you're right, most a lot of them are in Rodeo, so you can just kind of skip over to Rodeo and just check out the stores and probably see a celebrity or somebody famous. I, I just love all the, like, it's just like in the movies where you have all the palm trees in the movie. Yeah, the it's super and, iconic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just film video straight up, and you, it's like the opening of Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> that one, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that whole area, there's some really cool things to see, you know. There's, what's that hotel, the really old hotel? Right. The Mar- Beverly Hills. Marmont? Well, that one, too, or the Beverly Hills Hotel. Yes. Roosevelt yeah, with the Hotel? Mm-hmm, Roosevelt, mm-hmm, stayed yeah. there. So yeah, those are just some fun things to do. Cool. Do you have a hidden secret, or just wait? Oh, that was the whiskey a go-go. Yeah, Sorry. that's like yeah, most yeah. people don't know about that, yeah. but it's a really absolutely. I never heard concert. about it, but now I want to go. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, it's historic. You gotta go. Yeah. All right, you're up. Better awesome. up. Awesome. So, I feel like everyone should do this, especially if you like astronomy. Go to the Griffith Observatory. So, um, it's kind of on the top of a little hill in LA. And it's really beautiful just to go, especially during sunset. You get a beautiful view of all of downtown LA. Plus, once a month, they have a free walking tour during sunset. So you have someone um, telling you about the history of the observatory and the area around you. And they also have a laser pointer that like points up to the sky to like show you which planets you currently can see or what stars mm-hmm. or anything like that constellations Uh uh-huh so it's really fun and then inside the Griffith Observatory it's just more about just astronomy the history and then our solar system and they have a beautiful show that you could you lay in the planetary is that a planetarium planetarium? yeah Yeah. beautiful show you can just sit inside these 
really comfortable lounge chairs. Lots of people fall asleep because it's so calming. It's so calming, yeah. <laughs> um, but you just look up inside the planetarium, and they, like, guide you through the stars and show you different planets, and it's really cool experience if you have a chance to go. So Griffith Observatory. Do they still do the shows? Because I know, remember, Zen, you might remember this, or maybe you weren't living here at that time, but I remember when I was a kid, they used to do special shows on um, weekends, I think, and they would do like a laser planetarium show set to like Led Zeppelin or... Oh, that's cool. No, yeah, they used to pick that. different like rock bands and they do a whole show in there based I've on that. I've heard of that. I don't know if they still do it. I don't know if they still do it. Yeah. I know maybe it's like a special thing once in a while. Yeah. 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 Sounds really cool. Um, let's see. Something what's pretty fun to do also is go to Perch in Los Angeles. I don't know if you guys heard about mm -mm. it, but it's in downtown LA and it's a French inspired rooftop bar and restaurant. Ooh. So it's the. You mean ooh la la. Yeah, ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> so this rooftop, it's really cool because it's hard to get the full skyline of downtown LA. Mm -hmm. And this um, rooftop has no obstructions of the view. So you get a oh. full on 360 view of downtown LA. Oh, nice. And it's on the 16th floor of a building. And you have the restaurant on the 15th floor, and it's very, like, bohemian-style French cuisine. And they even have, like, French-inspired cocktails on the rooftop. Oh, nice. And they have live music and DJs, fireplaces outside. So it's a really nice spot just to relax and hang out and Sounds see the cool. hipster. Yeah. Is it kind of hipster? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's like, it's like classy hipster. Classy hipster, classy yeah. Hipster. Like the standard hotel. <laughs> right, right. So... Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then something I randomly found when I was in L.A. walking around just, I was kind of lost almost because I had to park my, so parking in L.A. is awful. <laughs> to so, say the least. <laughs> yeah, traffic parking, yeah, not good. But I had to park my car in a residential neighborhood. Uh -huh. And then I had to walk for like a good 20 minutes to get where I wanted to go. And on the walk back, I wasn't too sure where I parked my car. <laughs> And then I just kept walking and walking, and I um, ran into this small little shop in between houses, and it's a famous, I guess, chocolate shop, which I never heard of. Uh -huh. It's called Comparatus. Comparatus. Uh. So it was founded in the 1950s, and they make their chocolate by scratch every morning. Oh, wow. Gourmet chocolate. Um, let's see. Every month they have a new flavor of chocolate. They can do custom art and... I guess in the 50s when it started, Marilyn Monroe would always go there and get her chocolate. Frank Sinatra, Elvis oh. Presley, Winston Churchill went, and the Kennedys. Wow. And I guess today, So when the Kennedys were visiting Marilyn? Or, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> That's oh. where she got the birthday chocolate. It was only one of the Kennedys. Oh, really? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Who knows? But I guess they do custom chocolates for the Oscars and the Emmys also. Okay. And... Like, Nicole Kidman, I guess, goes wow. there a lot. Drew Barrymore, Elton John, Gwyneth Paltrow, Oprah. Like, the list goes on wow, and on. who's who. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I had no idea. It's pretty small, too, because mm -hmm. the, um, the whole, when you walk in, I would say 10 people fit in max. Wow, okay. Super small. And family the run. the whole walls are lined up with their different chocolate bars, and they have, like, a big case of all the truffles. So, like, some of the flavors they have that are different than what we're used to, I guess, is donut and coffee chocolate. Oh, wow. Caramel popcorn, waffle cone, potato chip, 
pina colada, this jam, chocolate. This are chocolate flavors? Uh-huh. How can you make chocolate taste like something else, I wonder? They put, like, pieces of it Oh, the they chocolate. put pieces. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Mm-hmm. So then there's chocolate-covered chocolate strawberries, yeah, gotcha. Aztec spicy chili pepper. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I was in heaven when wow. I was in there. And their packaging is so beautiful. Like, it's, it's everything is perfectly designed. Wow. And even the chocolate bar itself is just beautiful. This is, like, probably a family-run establishment yeah, for forever. Yeah, it was, forever. like, yeah. Wow. So, Sounds cool. cool. Yeah. So if you get lost, go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, to recap, I think this is what we said. It's like we want to, you should go to Korea and, uh, Koreatown and Japantown and maybe Almeida Street to kind of get a sensation of uh, just Los Angeles and its people. Uh, Peter's, Peterson Museum, if like cars. Uh, definitely go get a map of the stars. Yeah. <laughs> um, go check out those houses. Um, Whiskey a go go for a little bit of nightlife. And so, and actually, we're going to come back to me to Whiskey a go go and music later on. Um, the Griffith Observatory, <laughs> if you want to spend some time out, um, it's a, it, there's also a beautiful, it's just like a beautiful park as well. Um, actually, a strange thing is the Griffiths, I'm going to go sideways here as I always do. There's actually, there used to be a zoo up there. Right. That's right. And you can actually go, um, it's now been closed down, and you can actually go uh, hang out in the cages where the animals used to be. (laughs) Because that's what you want to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, but it's a very quiet part of the park, and it looks really neat. Um, Cool. The Perch, French-inspired food. Um, How do you say? Compartes. Compartes. Oh, the top. I can't yeah, pronounce I don't know. French. So um, for chocolate and oh, I also forgot little Ethiopia, Ethiopia yeah. for the fantastic food. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this is a good time to take a break, and then after the break, we're going to go back to our quiz, and we'll be right back. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. And now it's time again for What in the World Trivia. Okay, once again, I pulled together some obscure trivia about Los Angeles to test her host's knowledge of the City of Angels. So the first question is, the first circular office tower was built in Los Angeles. What business did it house? Capital Records. Yeah, Capital Records. Oh, so easy. That yeah. was so easy. Well, is it because we live so close? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Well, <laughs> if so. <laughs> well, and the second pretty... one is what's the second round one that was built? Is it the know. Holiday Inn? You know what the Holiday oh, Inn? Oh, I know. I'm there's a Holiday about? Inn. Yes, there's a Holiday like, Inn. By, yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I don't going, know that one. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhat close to the Getty Center. Yeah. So exactly. no, I don't know. That's yeah. a good question. Yeah. I only know about the first. Yeah. yeah. So the capital, uh, the Capitol Records t- cir- circular is a circular tower, <laughs> Los Angeles. And um, if you haven't seen it, it's, what's really neat about it, it looks like a stack of 45s on a uh, record changer. <laughs> yeah. And in the center of the record changer, there is an antenna that looks like the spindle of a record <laughs> player. So since that was, okay, I'm going to, 
since that was so easy, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go and ask a second question. Okay, a backup. I just mentioned that there's a spindle. At the top of the spindle, there is a blinking light. Mm-hmm. What does the blinking light spell out in Morse code? Oh, I don't know. On the radio? Um, so, like, if you go see the Capital City records, um, there's a spindle at the top. Uh-huh. There's a, I believe it's a red light at the top, and it's blinking, and it's yeah. actually flashing something in Morse code. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. What, what is it flashing in Morse code? Buy more records? <laughs> On the air? No. You want a second guess? It, I'll say it names um, an area of the city. Oh, Hollywood? Hollywood it is. Oh, okay. Really? It actually blinks. So well, if you look at the Capital City Records, fun. I didn't know In Morse code, it actually is, has been blinking since it opened Except for one year. I think it was like an anniversary. It blinks mm-hmm. out um, the word Hollywood. And yeah. the reason why Capital Records is so special to us in California is it is where everyone recorded. Um, everyone from Frank Sinatra, Nat King Cole, mm-hmm. Beach Boys, the Beastie Boys, Imagine Dragons, Michael Bublé, and what makes it so special is at the in the basement of the of the recording studio, they have an echo chamber, and what they do is they pipe in music in one end, and then it echoes throughout the room, and they record it. So whenever you hear these um, records that have these really kind of large, boomy, kind of echoey, sounds like they're film, uh, recording in an auditorium, it's because they're actually putting the music into the echo chambers in the basement and recording it for that sound. Oh, wow. So they say it's something that you can't get anywhere else except for Capitol Records studios oh, right there. So cool. No one's figured out how to reproduce it. So oh, It's a trademark sound. Yeah. Okay, so I would say that's a full win for Michelle on this. Okay. So 500. Yay. You're going to take the 500, I'll take the 500, please. 500, please. <laughs> hang on. We'll see. Right. Yes. We need to use that more often. Yes. <laughs> so fun. We found one of our uh, toy sound boxes. I'm going to pass this thing around and see if this... Um, I only like the inappropriate ones. Yes. Question two. If Los Angeles... We're a state. Where would it rank for population in our, well, it would be now 50 for 51 states? Oh, population? Yes. In the United States? Yes. Oh. Los Ange- okay, so if Los Angeles County, uh-huh. um, you count everyone there, if, we, if Los Angeles County was a state, yeah. where would it rank for most people in the United States if it was a state? So like, we know that California has... The largest population, population by itself is 39 million. Number three. I'll give another hint. And I'm not saying that's wrong. Alabama has... Um, oh, okay. Wyoming, which is our least populous state, has 600,000. Huh. So we know... It's going to be lower down. Because, like, what is there? There's, like, what, 3 million people in L.A.? Or what's the... Oh, I just, I shouldn't have probably said that, huh? <laughs> is there three million people? Well, or, uh, Los Angeles County. Oh. Los Angeles County, which is a little bit bigger. Incorpor- incorporates, actually, that goes In all essentially too. Long Beach, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's say number three. Okay, you're going to go with number three? Michelle, you have a guess on that? I'm going with number three as well. Number three? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, go, I'll go, I'll <laughs> go. 
This is like Price is Right. You're gonna go, go four. Four. <laughs> the answer is. Los Angeles County has roughly 10.2 million people, which would give it a rank of eighth most eighth oh. most populous state. So Michelle was closest. I was closest, huh? Um, between it would, be between, it. <laughs> <laughs> it would be between it would be between the population of Michigan with 10 million and North Carolina with 10.3 million. Okay, wow. But still, I mean, Michigan's a huge state, and yeah. well, how much is in LA proper? LA proper, I think you're right, is okay. roughly the three to four. That's what million, I thought it was, I yeah. Because we're like almost at, I think we're at two for Orange County, aren't we? Or one and a half? Something around two, I think, as well. Yeah. We'll <laughs> have to look that up. Yeah. Okay. This one, I got a funny feeling, is going to be an easy one. We'll see if you guys know it. <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to have to make it a two-parter. The Hollywood sign, the as is, is different than its original incarnation when it was built in 1923. How is it different? You weren't born in 19... <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> what was the year? I know. 1923. It was not. It was not Hollywood. It didn't say Hollywood. It said Hollywood Land or something. Oh! Michelle has been around since 1923. That is correct. That is correct. I know my LA kind of well. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking that we're going to get more of these since they're such a uh, they're so close to us. Well, the Hollywood sign actually said Hollywood Land. Yeah. And the reason why it was called it was a Hollywood Land sign was it it was actually uh, it was advertising for a housing development uh -huh. that was in the hills. Yeah. And the, the housing development was called Hollywood Land. Um, it was only supposed to be up for a year and a half. Uh -huh. But the movies came out, and it became so iconic that they said, oh, we got to lead this up. And then I believe, like, the last letters burned or fell down or something yeah. like that. And when they were started repairing it, they were like, well, let's just call it Hollywood because that's Hollywood land is the housing development, right. but Hollywood is where it is. Yeah. And then um, over the years, I mean, it was made out of, like, steel and wood, and it actually had de decomposed over the years. I think you were around um, in the 70s. <laughs> I was around in the 70s. Allegedly. And some of the <laughs> allegedly. Some of the letters started falling down. And uh, they actually had to have people donate money yeah, to, to have those letters put back up. They, right. Uh, they raised a quarter million dollars. And I think this is interesting yeah. trivia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that... Um, Friends of the Hollywood sign. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I think called? that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. So the H was sponsored by Hugh Hefner. Really? Nice. Yep. Uh, o was sponsored by Giovanni Mazza, who is an Italian mo movie producer. L was sponsored by Les, Ke uh, Les Kelly, who founded Kelly Blue Books. Oh. So, like, you know, uh -huh. the car people. Yeah. So, like, if you're selling your used car, that's yeah. what the price is. L was done by Gene Autry. Hmm. Uh, y was Terrence Donnelly, who's a publisher of Hollywood Independent Newspaper. W was sponsored by Andy Williams, who oh. is a famous oh, I singer. I love Andy Williams, yes. Yeah. One of my favorites. O was sponsored by a company, uh, the Warner Brothers Records. This is the one that really surprised me. Um, the second O <laughs> was sponsored by Alice Cooper. Oh wow, that's that's totally out of the uh, out of left field. Who who, who who would think? Yeah, who would think Alice Cooper? Alice Cooper, the the singer, rock singer, rock singer. Right. You know, 
he he donated it in the memory of his friend and friend comedian Groucho Marx. They were friends. They were <laughs> friends. That is an unlikely pairing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you are if you don't believe me, guys, you actually just look this up. Yeah. And apparently, Alice Cooper and what what the the relationship came about is somehow Groucho Marx came to see one of his shows and went, eh, this is vaudeville. This is just like we've been doing this for right? like the last 80 years. And so all the vaudeville actors. Scary vaudeville. See, yeah. It was just, it was just shot was, vaudeville. Yeah. And they just loved it. So apparently um, Groucho Marx came to lots of his shows, invited all of his friends, like all the famous Benny Grable and all these people. And they just like, oh, this is amazing. And so he donated in his friend's name because he, Groucho Marx said he would uh, donate an O from his last name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Right. And the last one was D for Dennis Lipke, who's a businessman who donated the name of Matthew Williams. Hmm. So this goes actually back to Katharina. So the two best places, and you guys can tell me if you got any other places. If you guys decide that you want to go see the Hollywood sign, the, I think the two best places is through at the Griffith Observatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just got a spectacular view from yeah. there. And the second one is Hollywood and Highland Center. Mm-hmm. There's actually like an opening where you can kind of stand on and you actually can see it. Like right observation deck, like yeah. Like an observation deck. Cool. Yeah. Do you have any other favorites? Uh, no, not really. I can think you of... can go up in the mountains and stuff like that, but that's such a pain. Yeah, yeah I can do a hike. You, have you done the hike? I've done it, but they block you off, so you can't go to the Hollywood sign. Uh, Not anymore? Not anymore, yeah. I mean, you huh. can, but there's, like, microphones, I guess, and, like, alarms go off, and they tell you get off. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. Which brings us one more. We got two more questions. Okay. So far, Michelle's winning, I think, with 1,000 points. <laughs> so, number four, you got a chance to tie this out. In what theater did Star Wars premiere in Los Angeles? Grumman's Chinese Theater. What's your answer? Grumman's Chinese yes. Theater. <laughs> Were you gonna say that too? Yeah. I was, oh. I I saw the I forgot the name of it. Oh. Okay. I was like the one right by the star's feet. Should we, should we believe her? We'll call it a tie. <laughs> Well, it's not called that anymore, right? No, it's like called the TC. Someone else got like the TCL. Some different theater. brand. Someone um. actually purchased the naming rights to it. Mm-hmm. So Grumman Theater is that one theater whenever you go over and you see a movie people, and you got people's hands the in The stars, yeah. signatures, and hands of feet. Yeah. Well, we can call that a tie. Okay, we'll call yeah. that a tie. The next one's a tiebreaker. So. Uh, no more gimmies. For <laughs> 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 blood. <laughs> They they have over three hundred people's hands. Some of them are actually in storage, but over two hundred are on display. So they actually have everyone from Emma Watson, Daniel Radcliffe, Clint Eastwood, Betty Gabe, Grable's legs. The leg is there, yeah, <laughs> which is really kind of cute. Uh, Roy Rogers' horse, uh, Trigger. His horseshoe is actually yeah. imprinted in the concrete. Oh wow! So. Also, it's uh, lots of people think it's just a thing that you go over and see. It's a sightseeing place, but you can actually see movies there. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're before you go to the Whiskey a Go Go and you eat <laughs> like an early dinner, it's it's actually kind of a cool old theater to go hang out. In. Yeah. So. Huh. So yep. So that's something I suggest you go do. Uh, since there's also 
since if you also want to go see a theater, there's lots of amazing theaters in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Grumman's Egyptian Theater, which oh, is just yes. down the road, mm-hmm. and it looks like an Egyptian temple, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. And the Pacific Theater's Cinerama Dome. Hmm. Okay. Have you guys done that? No, I haven't. Oh, there, there's. It's it's a movie theater and it's actually in a dome and you you sit in seats and you lay back. Oh, okay. so you're like and looks, they projected it on and the they dome. Projected on the dome. Huh. That reminds me of like the Cynodome theaters. Remember those? Yeah, in orange. A, yeah, yeah. It's, but I don't think they projected though on the. Oh, but it was they were domes. Uh huh. Yeah, it might have been the same chain. They actually had them for Pro- a while. So yeah, probably. Huh? Yeah, so you lay on your back, you look at the ceiling. Yeah, it's I'd mostly fall up. And, just like right. <laughs> kind of like how we do at Sinopolis. So have it put the recliner back yeah. and then it goes up. I'm like, a couple exactly. glasses of wine. <laughs> a glass of wine for me. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. The last one. Kay. Last question. Deals with food. Okay. The French dip was invented in Los Angeles. What restaurant created it? Now... This is a trick question, so hmm. there are two acceptable answers for this question. Okay. I don't know. Are you not a French dip person? No, I'm not. I've never had Lawn a French is. dip. You know what a French dip sandwich is, right? I'm assuming it's it's roast beef and cheese. No, no, au jus. Which yeah. is like broth or grape, not grape, it's like, just like it's the juices. It's like beef juice. Yeah. So, so essentially what a French dip sandwich is, is it's beef on a French roll. roll. And either they will dip the actual roll into the juice, or you can also have the juice on the side where you actually dip the sandwich into the juice. Yeah. Lon loves herself a beef dip. <laughs> she does every time we go for, Yeah, every time we go fan. out. Jeez. Same thing. <laughs> so good. Well, it's hard to mess those up. It is hard. Yeah. So All right. What, is there a restaurant called Antoine's? I am not familiar with that. Okay, one. but that's not the answer. By that the look on your face. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if this is going to help anyone because I only one of them is closer to close to Chinatown. Spark. Okay. Is it a French restaurant? It is not. Okay. Is it Pink's Hot Dog? It is not, not. Pink's Hot Dog. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but Pink's Hot Dog is amazing. I haven't had that. Pink's no, Hot Dog? I haven't. I've heard of it, but I haven't had it. Oh. Okay. I think this okay. is a... Yeah. What happened to the buzzer? Oh, yeah. Do we have that um, sound? The answer is... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Philippe's okay. or Cole's. So yeah, I've never heard. So the original... Has been opening since has been open since 1908. <laughs> <laughs> We're not cutting that out. <laughs> and um, the the story is that apparently a policeman came into the store mm-hmm. and uh, they accidentally dropped the roll into the beef juice, and the policeman just said, "Hey, just give it to me, anyways." And the next day, the policeman came back and said, "Do it again." <laughs> Do it again, and had a bunch of friends with him, yeah, because he thought it was so awesome. Well, yeah, anytime wow. you dunk bread into like the sauce beef and the juices, juices. Yeah. yeah. The other place is called Coles, and the the story is that Coles is that one of their customers came in with a toothache, and Oops. the French bread was too hard. 
Oh. Oh, so this softened it up a little bit there. And he, he requested to have it softened up, and all the other guests in the restaurant saw that and said, I want that too. Just like R- Ratatouille, the movie, when everyone mm. wants... Uh, I didn't see that movie. Oh. oh, it's so cute. I know. I've heard uh, good things about it. So, so that's the answer is either Philippe's or... Uh, or Coles. Coles. So, huh. what, what's our score? Michelle won. Michelle yeah. won. Michelle won. What did you win? What did we get? A brand new car. No, a, a French dip. A French dip. <laughs> a French I think dip. it should be a trip to Los Angeles, and we're going to go uh, along the way. We're going to go eat Ethiopian, right? And then afterwards, we're going to go eat chocolate. Yes. Yeah. So that's Sounds the answer. Yummy. Okay. Go. All right. Well, once again, that's all the time we have for this episode of Meet Us in Paris. We want to give a big thank you to our amazing sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. We don't want to brag, but we're kind of the hidden secret of UCI. (laughs) So check us out. Our courses are online, or you actually can take our courses in person. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Thank you again for tuning in today, and we'll, we hope that you'll come back and listen to us next week. Bye. Bye.